What's going on, hey. people? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Football Fellas. Week four is in the books. Yep. And uh, I don't know about you, but I'm already looking ahead to week five because week four was miserable. For it me. was a weird week. It was like, I don't even know if like scores were necessarily, like there were some weird scores, but like fantasy-wise, like who produced, who didn't produce, it yeah. was just strange. Well, yeah, it, it, it was almost like the uh, the secondary guys yes. produced this week and the main guys just kind of uh-huh. took a little bit yeah. of a backseat. And it's like like your tier one guys, it was like, come on. But then like your DJ Morris, Terry McLaurin's, like they just were like unbelievable this week. They went nuts. crazy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, with that – I want to welcome in Cameron Lawrence and uh, give a quick shout out to our man Lucas. Yes, who filled in for us last Friday and give uh, it a listen. It was awesome. It he, was, I know it's already happened, but it was right. a great episode. And he uh, he introduced our new Saturday episode with latest injury updates, yes. latest who to start, who to bench, and uh, shout out to you lucas he that, is a, he's a bright guy he's gotta a, listen to him. he's a beast he is a beast and uh i don't know if people out there are uh you know daily fantasy sports betters but uh i hope you guys took lucas's advice because that was some good good wisdom yes. that he imparted to us to you for free in the words of mm-hmm. lucas but um Cam, again, week four was just a very strange week. And yeah. for some, it worked out really well. For some, it didn't. But uh-huh. here we are. I, see, we're, we're in a league with my old high school buddies. And in that league, I've been averaging 140 points a game. Mm-hmm. Now, the next highest team is averaging about 130, 128, I mm-hmm. think is what it was. So, like, I'm really confident. And then this week, I come out and score 100, 109, I think. And it was just like, what? I put up, I put up ninety four in that league, like I had less than a hundred. And it was the weirdest thing was Dak put up twenty seven, Montgomery put up twenty five, and so I'm thinking, all right, I must be spitting pretty good with Keenan Allen, Cooper Cup, and Travis Kelsey left to play, and nope, I was no. like, oh, that sucks. Yeah, a bit of a spoiler for uh, yeah. our uh, bad action yeah, guys, but, but yeah. yeah, it it was a very strange week, yes. and so with that, we'll just get right into these games mm-hmm. and we'll quickly recap them maybe mention a guy that shocked us a little bit surprised yeah. us maybe didn't come through and worth mentioning yes um so we'll start with a thursday night game lucas covered this pretty yes. much on friday but jacksonville cincinnati and uh burrow's back baby. He, he looks good he looks good Tyler Boyd is a beast when T Higgins is out it'll be interesting <laughs> to see what it's like again once he comes back mm-hmm. but the, I think the biggest surprise is how bad Cincy's defense looked. That was against the run. It was that was um, like, it looked like it was like the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, it was ridiculous. They just shut down. Yeah, Dalvin Cook, and they slowed down David Montgomery pretty well, and mm-hmm. they just did not look good. Yeah, and and maybe it was just because it was a short week, yeah. or maybe I mean the thing that I've noticed about Cincinnati's defense is that it's a it's very much. A page out of Tampa Bay's defense where it's man coverage, blitz the crap, and yeah. give them pressure, right? Um, so who knows? Short week, they may have been yeah. gassed, but must when, have been. when you're pushed around by Jacksonville, um, you got questions to ask. Yeah. <laughs> um, and obviously, then Urban Meyer, the distraction <sighs> that. <laughs> Oh man. So I, he'll apologize for being the distraction, but he won't apologize for sucking as a coach. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! 
I mean, that's, I, Jeez. that's what it kind of comes out to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's uh, it's an interesting situation now yeah. in Jacksonville. Um, they gotta get rid of him. I don't know why you bring him in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I yeah. it, it's one of those things where you're just like, you would just be better off just leaving. I don't know. And whatever. <laughs> yeah, but um, I guess yeah. Burrow's back. Cincinnati's defense looked a little gassed. Mm-hmm. Maybe wait for a week to see what Cincinnati's real matchup value is. Oh, yeah. Because, like we mentioned, Cook was held to 60 yards. Yeah. They held Montgomery fairly well. Um, but they let James Robinson kind of run all over him. So, mm-hmm. um, something to watch for there. Uh, we'll move on now to, obviously, our our team. Mm-hmm. In a barn burner of a game. Oh, it looked like it was going to be after those first two drives. I'm like, this is going to be a 35, 35. I mean, it's going to be another Cardinals game. Yeah. And then it just, everyone stopped. Yeah. Uh, with a final score of Minnesota 7, Cleveland 14. It was ridiculous. Just, yeah, absolute barn burner. Um, I think the couple things that I guess I noticed, um, Minnesota's offense stalled. But that was because Cleveland's defense is really, really good. Yeah. Like borderline able to stop Buffalo. Yeah. They've, I mean, they sh- completely shut down the entire offense. I mean, granted, Delvin Cook didn't play much. Yes. Yeah. And he that, missed the whole third quarter. But and that definitely adds to it. But they, I mean, they just dominated yeah. the Vikings line. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Kirk had no, t- I mean, they, they they're good at game planning to get the ball quick and they couldn't even do that. Yep. Yeah. I mean, and the, and the hardest thing too, is that um, this Minnesota offensive line, the pressure that was given up was right down the middle of the field with their defensive tackles and their, their nose tackles and stuff. And they're putting pressure through the guards and through, you know, Mm -hmm. that interior offensive line. And that hurt because Mm -hmm. When you look at that defensive line, you're like, oh, wow, Miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney, so we need a prep on the outside. Mm-hmm. And it looked like we did that, just didn't do that on the inside. So um, in a low-scoring game, uh, just it was sloppy. Just, yeah, it was. And, I mean, the quarterbacks in the game combined for 350 passing yards. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Baker was awful. He was. Odell should have had like three walking touchdowns. Yep. Like if I'm Odell, I would be asking for trade. Like I think it's yeah. awful that players do that. Like I think, but I mean the way that he looked, yeah. I'm like I'd be I'd be like I'm never actually gonna catch a pass. Yep. The yep. rest of the season. Well, he had he had you know he had Odell on two fades. He one he hit Dantzler in the back of the helmet, and the other he underthrew him like. Missed him by like 15 he, yards, and he, he was, was wide, wide open. open. Yeah. There was so, no one in the picture. Yeah. So, I mean, as Vikings fans, we are able to say um, when the opposing offense is making mistakes like that, you have to capitalize with your own. And uh, that's where Cleveland's defense stepped up and showed just how how good they really are. All right. I don't want to pause, but I was just offered a trade. Oh, let's, let's go we through it. About, let's, go, let's talk about it real quick. Let's pause. Yeah. I would give up. See, I want I, I want to figure out how to counter because I don't think I want to take it right now. Okay, okay. But I was offered to give. I have to give up Aaron Jones, Cooper Cup, and James Conner. Uh huh. And then in return, I'd get Dalvin Cook and DK Metcalf. Oh, you know that's a tough one. Wow. Because I love Dalvin Cook. 
Wow. I love Dunk. Yeah. <laughs> so do I – it really comes down to how much do we think Cooper Cup's going to outscore DK for the rest of the year. And I will say this right away as a little preview for uh, later on in the episode. Well, Thursday night comes around and yeah. the Rams are playing the Seahawks. Oh, Jalen Ramsey. Um, Who do you think it's, it, 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 Metcalf is kind of just out. It just disappears a yes. little bit. <laughs> and it's, it's tough. So I, I'll, that, that one's the one I'll have to come back to. But just putting that out there, we get stumped a lot. Yeah, we, we get, get a lot that we're like, oh. Yeah. I mean, you said it. it. It's a matter of does Metcalf outscore yeah. Cup or does Cup outscore Metcalf? Because I think Cup outscores Metcalf no matter what. That's just the way I am looking at it for us. I mean, the way Cup's been playing is unreal. Right, right. But it's by how much? Yeah. It isn't enough to offset how much Cook outscores Aaron, Aaron Jones. Jones, right? Which, I mean, you don't know for that one either. So right. it's tough all around. Yeah. <laughs> that's, it. that's one that you wait until like yes. a two day period. Yes. And like, all right, I got to make a decision now. Yeah. Um, Sorry. No, you're brief good. intermission. Hey, hey, see, even though we act like we know it all, <laughs> We don't. We don't. <laughs> Sometimes we, we just like st- talking about it. Right. We get we get stumped too. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, let's turn back to the games now. Sorry, um, we'll, we'll go a little quicker. Too much gonna, time on a bad game. <laughs> it, it, it's only because of our fans. It is. That's fine. Um, well, let's go over Washington Atlanta. Oh, let's talk about um, a weird game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh. Let's just say this: Cordell Patterson is now making a case to be at least a flex. Play. Oh, he's got it. You you have to put him in your if you have him, he has to be a flex play. Unless you got a ridiculous sheet, yeah. But he should be a flex play. Yeah. Um, he's making a case for borderline RB two right now. I mean, that's can we? Okay, hold it's, on. Because it's been three weeks in a <laughs> row. That's the thing. True. But can we? Re- okay, this may just be. Me. I like to think of myself as a very detailed person. Uh-huh. I'm done calling Cordell Patterson a running back. Yeah, he, I'm done calling him a running. It back. was like having Taysom Hill play tight end last year. It was <laughs> like it's it's solely. I mean, seven rushes a game. That's what it is. <laughs> that's not a running back. No. Um, and still, I mean, you can still play him at your flex, and yeah. it's still the same. But um, man, three touchdowns, all receiving. Yeah. Um, that's good on you if you were, you know. Yeah. I had him on my bench. <laughs> I think the majority of people did, but for those that didn't, good on you. Um, but I think at the end of the day, it's the same old story with this Atlanta team. That defense is terrible. Yeah. And it is a matchup. Uh, it, it is matchup perfection mm-hmm. for anyone you have on fantasy going yeah. up against Atlanta. Yeah. Heineke looked good. I think Matt Ryan looked good this game. He did. He looked uh, good. He kind good. of finally started to step up. Uh, Calvin Ridley's guy might try and target on this all Cordero news. I mean, if you got mm-hmm. a guy who's like, oh, he's not getting anything because Cordero's gonna score all the touchdowns, that's not gonna happen all year. Yeah. What um, was what was Ridley's stat line at the seven end of for eighty? I mean, he's, he, I think he's still at double digit targets. Right. Like he's gonna be involved. Yeah. Heineke yeah. still was two two hundred ninety yards and three tutties. See, that's that's good for what? Like, oh, it was like twenty points or so in yeah. fantasy, like. That's another five for 43 on the ground. See, like it, it, it's borderline. Yeah. Like, yeah, you start them. And I think what we're now finding out about this Washington team is if the matchup is favorable, yes, start them. Yes. Um, Cause you saw that against the giants mm-hmm. uh, and you saw it against Atlanta. 
Yeah. But when they went up against Buffalo, yeah. no one was worth a start. Exactly. Maybe Heineke just because Gibson. Gibson. Yeah, but that was even just on one play yeah. that the majority of his points came in. I know a lot of people have a bone to pick about us, you know, trying to take out one play. Yeah. But all we're trying to say is it's it not was, a guarantee. Right. Week. It's not Antonio Gibson is not guaranteed to go mm-hmm. 70 yards on a screen pass yeah. every single game. 100%. So um yeah, and JD McKissick with the final with the Two games in a row. He, he's uh he's slowly creeping back into that like PPR, uh, you know, running back flex territory. Yeah. But um, it's it'll be interesting to watch just going forward again, just yeah. schedules and all that with Washington. Mm-hmm. So uh Houston Buffalo, we will not touch on anything but just this. It was exactly what you would expect to happen. 100%. That's it. That's like it. Uh Detroit and Chicago. Um Man, David Montgomery looked good, and he looked then really good, and then he got hurt. Ah. and he's uh, supposed to be out four to five weeks now. Um, yeah, that sucks. I had, yeah. him, I had him in all four of my fantasy <laughs> leagues. Luckily, I just traded him with Ty. Yeah. Um, oh, just came up on my screen. Don't worry about that trade. They just canceled it, so I don't have an option. <laughs> they must have looked and said, "Oh, yeah, no." no. But. <laughs> But yeah, I, I mean that sucks. I mean he looked really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I gotta ask you how you feeling about Allen Robinson. Um, are you trying to get rid of him? Or are you trying to trade for him? I are you hitting the panic button? Both, all of the above. <laughs> um, because I have here in my handy dandy notes, um, I'm borderline ready to call. Um, call this the Matt Nagy curse yeah um Justin Fields is I can't tell if Fields is being kind of you know sheltered a little mm-hmm. bit by Nagy or if it's actually Fields just not being ready but um I like I said I'm I'm getting to this territory of like you know we know the Adam Gase curse I'm borderline ready to say there's a Matt Nagy curse and he, uh, he is no good for Chicago. No. So I, I, I wonder now if Montgomery being out, they are forced to throw the ball more and, and right. You would think, but um, we've seen much weirder stuff come out of Chicago. Yeah, so. We have no idea anymore. Um, Alan Robinson is such a good player, right? That's what's like, that's the hardest. That's thing. why I would trade for him. Yeah. Is he, you just got to believe in the talent. I would maybe give it two more weeks, and if this keeps up, then you then <laughs> two more weeks of this, and I will officially yeah. make my case for the it Matt is, Nagy curse. It is the real panic button if it's two more weeks. So, uh, pump the brakes a bit on Chicago, maybe watch this week just to mm-hmm. see what that offense is like. Uh, I guess the quick thing we'll touch on Detroit, uh, DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams. <sighs> DeAndre Swift has been the hot hand for the past three weeks. And in the press conferences leading up to this I game, know, they hyped him up so much. Dan Campbell said, you are going to see more of DeAndre Swift this week. And sure enough, what happened? Jamal Williams got more carries than DeAndre Swift. It was weird. Swift still had a bunch of targets, though. That's what makes me excited, at least. Mm-hmm. I mean, he still had a lot on the ground. And Williams didn't score, so it wasn't like it was – huge yeah but 
something to monitor. I still like Swift going forward. Yeah. I just think he's, he's too good of a player. Yeah. Well, he's got he's still got receiving yeah. upside that yeah. Williams and, just won't get. And he, I mean, he they have to use him. They just don't really have that many other options. Yeah. I mean, I have no choice because of one of my leagues. He's my only running back <laughs> or my second running back yeah. behind Dalvin Cook. So it's Swift or no one else. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, with that, well, let's move on to Carolina and Dallas. And this was a very uh, shootout, shootout-ish game, and it was a weird shootout. Yeah, the Dallas dominated with a run game. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, it's making me. Uh, I this Dallas passing game has not looked the same. Oh, do I say since Tampa, since Week One? Yeah, Dak only threw twenty-two times. That's yeah. what's weird. They scored thirty-six points, and they only scored threw it 22 times i mean last year they couldn't score more than 14 points if he didn't throw it 50 times right and i mean i mean although when zeke averages 7.2 yards a carry on 20 attempts and tony pollard averages 6.7 on 10 attempts i don't blame you for brian uh, yeah i mean it's we would say the same thing if this was minnesota yeah. you just continue to run the ball i mean dexel had four touchdowns <laughs> <laughs> they're so, all like goal line yeah. stuff so um i get yeah dallas uh, just just wait until they find another i mean Everyone thought that this was going to be a, a shootout, and it kind of was, but yeah. more so from the throwing perspective because Carolina's run defense has been elite up until I this know, game. And they were not good. Nope, not at all. And then you look over at Carolina, and you knew that they were going to throw the ball mm-hmm. uh, just because Christian McCaffrey was out. Um, but you were kind of – I at least I was curious to see how they would use Chuba Hubbard. Yeah. And they didn't use them at all. No, at all. Um, in the past, he had 13 attempts, but nothing in the past game. But DJ Moore lit the world on fire during this yep. game. And uh, I don't think there's anything more frustrating to you and me, Cam, than DJ Moore kind of turning it up this year. Yeah. And you've got Robbie Anderson. See, I've been, we talked up Robbie or DJ, and I, we swung and missed on that one. I'm going to be honest. I don't know how, like, for the past three years, DJ Moore yeah. has just not really been it, consistent. I think it's just because Sam Darnold can throw the ball farther downfield, mm. uh, consistent, like, well, and that's where DJ Moore thrived. And, I mean, the talent's there. You can't yeah, deny it anymore. I mean, he's a really good fantasy option. Yeah. Uh, eight, eight catches, 113 yards, two touchdowns. Robbie Anderson still had 11, 11 targets this game. Hmm. Um, so we'll see if that just, I mean, they paid him a ton of money, so you'd think it kind of keeps up, but we'll see when McCaffrey comes back. Yeah. And I mean, Matt rule even said like, we have to figure yes. out a way to get him more involved, yeah. but it, until McCaffrey comes back, um, the jury is still out on yeah. Robbie Anderson. 100%. And literally in my notes, I said, where's Chuba? Oh, Justin, Sam Darnold shadow, yes. uh, two passing touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns. Uh, I mean, it was the really the fancy coming out game for Sam Darnold. Yep. It's what we expect. It's what we expected from him when he was drafted. Yep. And the Adam Gase curse is real. Yep. That um, one is confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, I think now um, when I remember when Darnold was first traded yeah. to Carolina and a lot of networks, a lot of people were saying like, I, uh, if they really think that Sam Darnold is going to be their franchise guy, they've yeah. made a bad mistake. And oh, lo and behold, mm-hmm. here's Sam Darnold looking like a franchise quarterback. There, the there's a reason they traded for Darnold instead of drafting someone in the draft. Right. You know, I mean, he has a lot of talent. Right. Or just sticking with talent. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It, yeah. 
Darnold is making a case. I think he has made a case in past weeks for QB one, but this solidified him as yeah. QB one. He's status. definitely a guy that you should be looking to start every week. Yeah. Unless you have, I mean, obviously, unless you have one of those top eight guys. That yeah, right. Like, right. <laughs> uh, Indy and Miami. Uh, Indy finally came away with their first win. And um, it was a very interesting game. Yeah. Um, because it was, I mean, Indy finally, finally got Jonathan Taylor. Going. Finally. He should never have less than 20 touches. Yeah. He is too good. Yep. And Carson Wentz, I'm sorry, he's not that great. Mm-hmm. He's not. I mean, he's serviceable, but he's not like going to win you games. He needs. He needs to be treated like a Kirk Cousins in some way. I mean, Taylor definitely capitalized on a bad Miami defense. Yeah. Um, but he, he is so. We saw at the end of last year. He should be running the ball so much. Yeah. Yep. I mean, get him in space. Get him the ball. Yep. And then oh, I like Cox two touchdowns, <laughs> which that won't happen again. Yeah. But Just... uh, I think biggest thing for me is what happened to Miles Gaskin. He has literally dropped off. He disappeared. The face, the face of planet Earth. Like, it's he's nowhere to be Zero found. catches and two rushing attempts. Why, why are you running the ball with Malcolm Brown? What do you think is going to happen? At least Gaskin has the ability to break a big play. Right. Brown's Brown averages three yards a rush, and he's not going to average anymore. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I think Gaskin is now getting this James Robinson treatment. I know. So I don't get it. We'll bring it back to when ETN was first drafted for the Jaguars, mm-hmm. right? Um, everyone thought that James Robinson was just going to get phased out. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, but fortunately for Robinson, mm-hmm. ETN went down. So Robinson's now the only guy there. Um, but Gaskin is now getting the exact same treatment that we thought Robinson was mm-hmm. going to get. And it it's frustrating. Mm-hmm. Because I think they're just trying to utilize as many people as possible, but they're yeah. not realizing that one, the guys that they're using instead are just not that good. They're not good. And then the other thing, they're not realizing that Gaskin is actually a really good player. One hundred percent. So, um, Miami's in a rut, to say the least. Yeah. Or to put it simply, they are in a rut. And the bad thing is, when Tua comes back. Ah, Tua is not going to change. He's that not going to be team. the answer this year. That's for sure. Yeah. So interesting situation for both teams now, mm. but that's that. Yeah. Uh, Giants and Saints, probably the upset. Of, oh, no, 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 no. Second biggest upset of the week. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> See, I always think it's a huge upset, but they still don't have Drew Brees. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, did the Giants miss Saquon or what? God, he looked good too. Yeah, right. Saquon is back. Yeah, let's say that right now. Saquon is back. If you weathered the storm of Saquon, uh, congratulations, you did what you were supposed to. Uh, you got you got what you deserve. Yeah. honestly. I mean, you you drafted him knowing this was going to happen, mm-hmm. and he looks back. And the amount of weapons on this team are going to help him so much because it spreads it out. I mean, he wasn't great on the ground. Like, he was 13 to 52 with a touchdown. Mm-hmm. But it's the passing. I mean, that was what it was his rookie season. Five catches, 74 yards on a touchdown. Yep. He gets the ball in open space, and he's explosive. Yep. And I think that's I, – I mean, I don't know if I trust Jason Garrett. <laughs> like, this game didn't really convince me that much. Yeah. Um, but – 
it's it's just that you see you see and you saw what happened mm-hmm. get Saquon out in open space yeah. he makes things happen yeah so hopefully the Giants keep that going but yeah uh, I mean Galladay looked good yeah Kadarius for the first Tony looked, yeah, looked good, good too. yeah I I mean I don't think Kadarius has a lot of fantasy value this year when Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton get back yeah but he's a guy to watch going yeah. forward I mean he is quick yeah. holy cow <laughs> he he might just be the uh, the late season dynasty ad. Yeah, if you can, if you're in a dynasty league, I would maybe look to trade for him. Yeah, hoping that next year kind of breaks out. Yeah, yep. Um, Saints. for the Saints, what team are they? Well, like who are the Saints? Who are that's a good question. I mean, you you smoked the day, you smoked the crap out of the Packers. Uh-huh. You then lay an egg to the Giants. Yes. You then lay it, or you have also laid an egg to the Panthers. Um, and then who did they play last week? Um, I remember who they played. Oh, but and they, but they dominated that whoever they played in week three. Um, oh, why is this? Why is this escaping me? Um, uh, Patriots. Right, and they made the Patriots look stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, like. No one knows what the Saints are. The problem with the Saints, the problem with Alvin Kamara, is he was – I mean, this was one of his best rushing games. He had 26 attempts, 120 yards. Mm-hmm. Taysville had two rushing touchdowns. And the man who has had 80 receptions a year for the past four years had no receptions. Like, that is not a recipe for success in New Orleans. And they know that. But it's yeah. just a headache. It It is. You would expect Sean Payne to just know this by yes. now. but. Give him the ball. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with that, we'll move on to Tennessee and the Jets in the biggest, the biggest upset. upset. Oh, um, I did not. I did not think the Jets were going to win the game. <laughs> yeah. Um, they did. Fair. Is it fair to say that Tennessee is in shambles? Yeah, it's weird. I mean, Derrick Henry's. He's still Derrick Henry, and that's what they did. I mean, sure, they're missing. Maybe it's because they're missing Julio and AJ Brown last game. Yeah, which definitely hurts. Mm-hmm. But that defense didn't stop no, the Jets I, at all. How do you give up twenty-seven points to the Jets? Yeah, it's it's beyond me. How do you give twenty-seven points to a team that has what does it look like six fifty, sixty, seventy, sixty-five, sixty-six rushing yards as a team? How do you give twenty-seven points to them to a rookie quarterback with a team only has sixty-seven rushing yards? That's crazy. Yikes. Um, I think it's fair to say that Tennessee is missing Arthur Smith. No kidding. Because he knew how to balance out the offense. Clearly, this offensive coordinator, whoever he is, uh, just is not getting it right at all. I mean, Henry's still averaging five yards a carry. Right. So you got to give him the ball, but right. They got to score. That's what that was what they were good at last year. That's what they're losing. Yeah. Is last year they scored on like every drive. Right. This year they're moving the ball. They're just not scoring. Right. Yeah. Um, I guess, yeah, Derrick Henry is still Derrick Henry. Yeah. Everyone else in Tennessee, you got to proceed with caution. And yes. I think Tannehill is also in like borderline okay territory just because he's a quarterback and they'll throw the ball. But like, don't expect he's still scores for yeah. Tannehill because it'll be a consistent like 18 to 20 a week, mm-hmm. but just with like one or two scores. 100%. So, KC and Philly. Um, Tyreek was back and back in a big way. <laughs> this is what you expect from Tyreek. Yeah. 
it was what 11, 11 catches, three, two touchdowns, three touchdowns, three touchdowns, hundred and yards. Many t- almost as many touchdowns as Travis Kelsey had receptions. <laughs> yeah, uh, spoiler, Kelsey was missing in action, and we'll touch on that later. But um, I, uh, it was a very interesting game plan yeah, from the Chiefs. It was, but they did what you thought they would do. Yeah, they dominated. Um, uh, weirdest thing for me though, uh, Clyde Rosario looks good now. You know, but the thing is, he's not getting the goal line carries. No. And that's kind of – I mean, he got a reception on the goal line, I guess. But, well, it, it, fantasy football uh, operators, yes. I'll call you that. Please stop counting shovel passes. Yes, it's a shovel pass. But it's not a yeah. it's not a pass pass. There's only one team that does it, though. I guess Braggers will do it every once in a while. Every once in a while. But, like – how do teams not know it's coming? They do it right, like that's once a all game. they do. That's all they do on the goal line. And if it's not that, it's Travis Kelsey in the corner of the end zone. Yes. That's it. So, um, yeah, Kansas City can still put up points, uh, but they still gave up thirty to Philadelphia. Yes. So that defense is still not solved. No. So that's an opportunity for Cleveland to capitalize on, and Buffalo yes. to capitalize on if you're in the AFC, and even Baltimore. Uh, because Baltimore's offense is looking no really good. So. Uh, we'll move into our afternoon slate of games. Arizona and the Rams. Wow, did Arizona look good. That offense is ridiculous. And the hard part is, other than Kyler, it's like there's no real stud, you know? I mean, Hopkins, but like. But he hasn't even been a stud this he's, year. He's, yeah, he's not 100%. Just because Kyler's so good. And they have enough weapons where he can just spread it around and yep. just throw it to everybody. I mean, everyone it might actually be fantasy relevant for the most part on that team. Yeah, I mean, I mean, not everybody. Rondell Moore, I don't think Rondell has a spot start here and there. AJ Green, AJ Green has been good. Christian I see Kirk's here and there too. Yep. I I will say this about AJ Green. I did say AJ Green's a bit of a sleeper, you and did. I, I got called you out for said it. that. Way early too. I mean, uh, that has been. That was like our third episode. So if there's one victory I could take from this week, it's my AJ Green take. But um, yeah, I think the Rams had a bit of an off game. Happens with every team. Um, it was weird that it happened at home, though. It was. It was weird that it was at home, but um, I don't know. I would. I would expect the Rams to get back on track. If it's mm-hmm. if it's not next week, I should words. If it's not this week, it's the next yeah. week because they're just on a short week this week. Yeah. So, um, other thing with uh, Rams, Cooper Cup. I mean, he still had 13 targets, so don't worry about him. Don't worry. And Robert Woods, McVeigh did say that he needs to get more involved. Yeah. Take it with a grain of salt because we've heard a lot of coaches say that a lot of players <laughs> need to be more involved, and it hasn't happened. Hasn't Although I do trust McVeigh, and I agree, I think they need to get Woods more involved, drop more plays from him. He is a good player, yeah. So he might be a buy low target. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't panic quite yet. Yeah. Yep. For sure. In the other NFC West matchup, Seattle and San Francisco, um, Russ showed exactly why you don't take the Seahawks lightly. Yeah. Um, but that was not the story of the game. The story of the game was Garoppolo going down, Lance coming in, and Lance looking actually like way more mature yeah. than what everyone was expecting when the draft came around. Mm-hmm. And he weathered the storm fairly decently. I don't think this – I think the scoreline shows this game was a little bit closer than it really was. Yeah. Um, 
but Trey Lance is going to be dynamite if he continues yes. to start a fantasy. What also is crazy to me, Trey Sermon, 19 carries for 89 yards. Yeah. Kind of went on under the radar there. He's a uh, he's an off-brand Nick Chubb. He, he looked good. I mean, after the last time he was out there, it was kind of like, I don't like Trey Sermon, but he looked good. And then Debo. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and, and I think I, re, I go back to when we were breaking down the FC West and the bleed up to that episode, yeah. I was like, man, I don't think Brandon Ayuk is really that like number one guy. I think he it's still Debo. The, he might be the bust of the year. He might be. <laughs> yeah. He might be the bust of the year because Debo Samuel is the guy, the guy. And he's like really, really yes. good. So, so um, we'll keep it rolling here. Baltimore, Denver. Um let it be noted, Lamar Jackson won this game from the pocket. Yeah. Well, he only had seven carries? Yeah. He won this game from the pocket, okay? I guess a good Denver defense. And, and more specifically, a really good secondary. Yes. He tore them apart. So I get that it's just one game, but this needs to be marked down as another game yeah. where Lamar has won from the pocket because it doesn't happen often. And I know when playoffs come around and Baltimore's yeah. in, everyone's going to be like, well, Lamar's not, yeah. he won't win a game from the pocket. He has. Yeah. So just again, mark this up and maybe look for a little bit more. Look, Rashad Bateman is rumored to be kind yes. of on coming, coming back, back this week. So this week or for sure next week. Yep. So keep your eyes out for Lamar again in the, in the throwing game. And Latavius but, is the guy now. Yep. And Drew Lock sucks. Flat out sucks. He is awful. Yeah. Um, for though for Corlin Sutton owners, yeah, I I don't know what to tell you. You're gonna have to weather the storm on this one. Yeah, because Teddy, when Teddy comes back, he's still the starter. Mm-hmm. Um, but for this week and maybe next week, just weather the storm and just you gotta hold off on him. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe. Tim Patrick is is the uh, the better start over Cortland Sutton, maybe because it's there was times last year where Drew Locke and Tim Patrick looked uh, pretty good together. Yeah. So, um, again, we'll keep rolling. Pittsburgh Green Bay, Big Ben is now even closer to the. You are actually doing worse for your team. You're doing more bad than good for your team. Unless their name is Deontay Johnson. Yeah. You are doing bad for their team. Yeah. Well, even – I mean, like, Najee, too, is still getting decent amount of – But it's because he can't throw more than four yards right. down the field. It's always these swing routes. It's always yeah, these, know. like – Just know. get out of Big Ben's hands. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Pittsburgh only put up 17 points to Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Even with Jair Alexander going down in the third quarter with a with an AC issue, yeah, in his shoulder, you were only able to put up 17 on a defense that's already down Zadarius Smith. So their pass rush is still, it, I mean, has been weak, and it it's just not good. No, um, Aaron Jones was MIA a little bit in this game, uh, but yeah. you know who wasn't MIA? Randall Cobb. Yeah. God. This was the homecoming. Screw it over, Devontae Adams. Yeah. Jerk. Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> this That was very much a one-time thing. 
Devontae's going to be back next week. Yeah. Um, Although Randall's, I think, is going to have some value. He, he'll have a MBS couple. MBS is on IR, isn't he? Yeah, he did go on short-term IR. So he does have a little bit of value there. Mm-hmm. But I need to see another week of Randall Cobb before I, like, oh, yeah, he's a flex. The only reason I think he has value is because Rodgers went out and traded for him. Yeah, you know, and, you don't bring now, someone back to just have them sit on the bench. Yeah, and he's now the number two guy. Yeah, so he is. Um, we keep it going. Yeah, Tampa, New England in the return game. Oh, disgusting game. It was uh, <laughs> my notes. Uh, rain makes Brady mortal. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I honestly thought Mac Jones looked better throwing the ball than Brady did, but uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you can chalk that game up to emotions for Brady or yeah. whatnot, but um, New England didn't. I mean, their defense looked way better than it had before. Their offense looked way better than it had before. Um, I feel like it was just it was one of those games where <laughs> I think a lot of people expected Brady to go off in the final to be like 34-10, right, or something like that. Um, it really wasn't that though it was yeah who can run the um, ball better how well i don't know about or tampa ran the ball better because patriots finished with negative one rushing yards yeah and uh they are the only other team the only other team to do it finish with negative rushing yards in the game detroit lions have done it three times <laughs> what? done it three times not just once not twice three times they're like lebron chasing those rings in miami <laughs> not one not two not, not three. three. Oh, gross i mean their leading carrier rusher rusher was delson aguilar <laughs> crazy um but yeah it was just a gross game i think i'd yeah. throw that out for the Bucks, uh, Mac Jones, yeah. uh, maybe I look legit. He looked, he looked really, he looked like a good, good, a good Bucks defense. Yeah. So. I don't know if Mac is in fantasy conversation no, yet, but as a NFL quarterback, yeah, he's legit. Yeah. Um, I think the one guy that you can take away from the Patriots that looks legit is Jacoby Myers. Mm-hmm. Um, PPR machine. Yeah. Um, for the past two games, he's had double digit targets and it looks like the thing with new England is that it's another matchup friendly team. Yeah. So if you've got a tough matchup for the Patriots, not going to produce. But if it's a fairly, uh, if it's a good looking matchup, they will produce. So 100%. now for the Monday night game and probably the sloppiest game in NFL history. A game that looked led up to being a shootout, great offense. Neither. Oh, neither happened. Um Biggest takeaway, the Chargers showed everyone what the Raiders' weak spot is, and that's pressure from the defensive mm-hmm. line. Um, there were too many plays where Joey Bosa yeah. just um, – no, sorry, Nick Bosa. Nick. Nick Bosa um, was matched up against Alex Leatherwood. Isn't it Joey? I think it's Joey. No, Nick Bosa is on the Chargers. No, it is Joey. Joey Bosa's on search. See, I should have just trusted oh, myself. You were, you were right, too. It's okay. It's okay. okay. <laughs> um, he, uh, like, manhandled Alex Leatherwood. And I think Leatherwood had, like, four false starts or, like, three false starts yeah. or something like that. I mean, he could he was in his – he had real estate in his head. So, um, it was a great game for the Chargers run game. 
um, they showed why Austin Eckler is so good. He's so so good. Um, it's 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 interesting because they still threw the ball in the red zone. The Chargers did. Yeah. Um, but it was once to Cook, once to Eckler, another two. I'm trying to remember. Um, well, they rushed. So that's three scores right there. And then who was the other receiving touchdown? Um, Parham. Yeah. They're 6'6", six, six, tight end. Right. Well, it, uh, no Keenan Allen, no Mike Williams. Yeah, no, I no. mean, Mike Williams, talk about disappointment. Man. Wow. Three <laughs> amazing weeks. So then that, Keenan Allen at gross stat line too. Seven catches, 36 yards. Yeah. What? Yeah, not good. <laughs> what? Um, I think everything that we've known about the Chargers is still true. Yes. I think it was just a matchup. Yeah. Uh, it was a matchup. They didn't want to get beat team. That's yep. what it was. They, and that's why Eckler ran through them. Yep. Um, but I think we can officially give the Raiders the title for the uh, the most um, pretending contender. Yeah. <laughs> they did not look good no. at all. And I will give – there was one play. Uh, it's fourth down. Chargers are punting the ball away mm-hmm. What's this? The Raiders only have 10 guys on the field. Classic. So the Chargers call an audible and run a fake to the guy on the outside that's not being covered. Easy first down, right? Psych. That's the wrong number. Hunter Renfro comes from 20 some yards, 30 some yards deep. He comes up and lays the biggest boom from a wide receiver ever. Dex is dude from the Chargers, knocks the ball free, turnover on downs, Raiders get the ball. It was one of those plays where you're like, what? <laughs> let's go. Yeah, let's go. It's one of those just football plays where you're yeah. just like, yes. Love to see those wide yeah. receivers get in on special dude, teams tackles. I'm going to show you this play after All this because right, right. it is like you it you get the, the hot mic picking up the – the contact, the the mm-hmm. the collision sound, and you're just like, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. So that completes our uh, weekly roundup, and I guess we will fly yes. through these because it's been a while. Yeah, this episode. So our most wanted guys, quarterback, obviously Sam Darnold. We mentioned two passing touchdowns, two yeah. rushing touchdowns. Yeah, Holmes, there was five, but he's always most wanted. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, running back Saquon, Jonathan Taylor, Austin Eckler. They each kind of. Mm-hmm. Showed up in big yeah. ways this week. Throw Zeke in there too, I think. Yeah, you'd be an honorable mention. Zeke. But yeah. yeah, those three mainly, they look really, really good. Yep. Wide receiver Tyreek Hill and Terry McLaurin. Yeah, DJ Moore would be my other yeah. honorable mention. Yep. But yeah, those two, I mean, Tyreek Hill showed why he's drafted that high. Yep. And Heineken loves McLaurin. And yep. McLaurin's a beast. Yep. Tight ends, a little bit of a surprise here. Yeah. CJ Uzoma and Dalton Schultz. Yeah, they were. Uzoma looked good. Yeah. I would moving a little bit. I uh, this may have just been because Higgins was out, right? Yeah, makes it maybe out. So now it's really Chase Higgins and Boyd. Where does Uzoma fit in? No one knows. But if Higgins is out again, yeah, Uzoma might. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Dalton Schultz. It seems like it's every other week with him. Yeah, he is getting the red zone targets. Yeah, which I think is making a difference. But like what Jarwin still got touched on. Yeah. So it's they're splitting, they're still splitting. Yeah, it's hard to tell stuff. So 
our MIA guys of the week, our missing in action, yes. our duds of the week. Quarterback Kirk Cousins, Tom Brady, and Baker Mayfield. Yes. Um, Kirk and, and Baker, just ugly games. Yes. Brady, is it fair to really put him there? I don't really know. I mm-hmm. just think the expectations were for Brady to go 300, three touchdowns. And yes. He just didn't do that. So No, I mean, the rain played a huge factor, but yep. Running back DeAndre Swift, Chris Carson, Aaron Jones. Each of these guys um, just laid an egg this week. Yeah. Don't really know why, but they just did. Yeah, it was <laughs> gross. Uh, wide receivers, CeeDee Lamb and Chris Godwin. Mm-hmm. Again, who knows why? Yeah. It seemed like Brady really loved Antonio Brown and, and uh, Mike Evans. Yeah. Don't know why. but the, Well, did Godwin draw Gilmore? I don't think Gilmore played this. Game. Oh, then never mind. Yeah, I'm way off. Listen <laughs> to me. Um, yeah, it's just the Bucks are tough to figure out in the wide receivers. Yeah, in uh, tight end is Travis Kelsey because yeah, what happened? How can Mahomes just, throw five uh, touchdowns and you have no catches? Yeah, he had what two for twenty or yeah, something. It was gross. Yeah. Lost him a week. Yeah, disgusting. Uh, well, let's quickly run through our Thursday night game yeah. preview with the Rams and the Seahawks. Um, I think the biggest thing to look at is Seattle coming off of a rebound win against the Niners. And yes. now, you're, now you've got a real test against the Rams. Um, dare I say bench DK Metcalf this week? Real. Dare I say. This tweet came from James Palmer of NFL Network. Okay. In the two regular season matchups last year. Uh-huh. Jalen Ramsey shadowed DK Metcalf on 53 of his 77 routes. Okay. Holding him to one reception for 11 yards. Oh. On four targets. Yeah. That's tough. See, there's still 24 routes yeah. that Ramsey was not covering him. And DK, DK is the player that could break it on those way for right. us. That's tough. So, and I think DK is just actually one of those players that you just cannot bench because but of that. But damper your expectations for DK. You are it. it yeah, it will you be have a, to. It will be a major, major shock if DK comes away being the top receiver out of this game yeah. and Ramsey shadowing him for most of this. Oh, hundred percent. So, look for the Rams to kind of get back on track. Maybe look for Robert Woods to get more involved, mm-hmm. as McVeigh had said earlier, and Cam had brought to our yeah. attention. Um, but yeah. Um, do we uh leave it up to you? Let's save it for the next. All episode. right, we will save our fate one of our favorite segments, yes, for our next episode. So perfect. Um, thank you for tuning in yes. to our week four recap and our uh our thoughts on this week's games. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead. <laughs> Just search fantasy football fellas literally anywhere yeah. on social media. You'll find us. I'm not even going to try. Yeah. <laughs> TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, all those. Yeah, ones. all those. So shout out to Tolina. I feel like it's yes. been a while since we've said it. Thank you again for just a sick, sick intro, outro music. Yes, thank you. Um, and with that, yeah. we are the fantasy football fellas. Two guys, two dudes. Out of three, it means to just yes. deuces, deuces. deuces.